Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. This is Monsignor Schumacher, and we're wrapping up our first show in the year 2020. And we're working our way to one of my favorite feast days of the Epiphany of the Lord. Uh, it's, it's fun to preach on. I love preaching on this feast. It doesn't sound like I'm able to do it this year. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, it has so many meanings, so beautiful. Uh, we, we, see, we see in my church of St. Wenceslaus here in Dickinson, the, the, the Magi getting closer to the manger. We kind of, you know, dramatize the travel a little bit. And uh, as we prepare to celebrate the Epiphany of the Lord, um, Father Starosinich is with us to, to explain and to, to help us bring the beauty of this feast to our souls. Father Jim Starosinich of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone, and uh, thank you for having me on. Thank you for thank you for being on with us this morning. We're talking about the feast of the Epiphany. What is important, and what is so beautiful about this feast day that that I was just trying to express? I I think, Monsignor, it's a, a beautiful feast because Epiphany it means the manifestation or appearance and. Uh, Christ was appearing to these Magi who were from the pagan nations, and it really represents all of us who obviously probably don't have Christian, um, I should say Jewish origins or Jewish roots, and uh, and that was it. The, the Magi were, I like what Bishop Sheen has quoted on, on, on the uh, Magi. He had made this quote about, uh, about uh, he said they were, Two, only two classes of people heard the cry Christmas night, the shepherds and the wise men. Shepherds, those who knew they knew nothing. Wise men, those who know that they do not know everything. And only the very simple and very learned discovered God. And he says, you're never the man with one book. So in, the, in that sense, the, the wise men, these magi coming from the East, were, were looking for answers, and uh, we all are. We're all looking for answers to the meaning. And they followed the star. And they discovered the Christ child, and, and uh, as we know in the Gospel of Matthew, it says we have come to worship him, and, and that's what we do. We give thanks to God for giving us Christ. As you were saying earlier, it has different meanings, and one of the meanings is obviously the first one is the in, in the Incarnation, when he be, the Word became incarnate on Christmas. But then, as you were saying, Epiphany has a, a richness because it has three... Uh, distinct uh, manifestations after the Incarnate Word, which is the visit of the Magi, mm -hmm. and their worship of the Christ job. Then there's the baptism of the Lord, and then there's also the wedding feast at Canaan, when Christ uh, does his first um, public uh, uh, miracle, so to speak. He manifests that he is the Son of God, and, and all these have a rich tradition, obviously, in the church, both in the East and West, I think the East uh, played up a little bit more in some respects, the Eastern churches. But we, here in the West, we have the great tradition of of celebrating it as concluding the 12 days of Christmas, as we uh, think about the old uh, 12 days of Christmas song. But it, we finished just the octave with the Mother of God, 
yesterday, and, and now we're approaching Epiphany. For We've moved it to the Sunday. Normally it's on the 6th of January, which is interesting because always in the Church, it seems we've... we've uh, Taking pagan feasts and, and Christianize them. Remember, the first three centuries were difficult for the Christians, a lot of martyrs, and then with the finally the the freedom of the church um, in the fourth century, where at least freedom to worship. Uh, there was I was reading up on this a little bit, and it's interesting because there was a, the threefold uh, meeting or manifestation of the of the of the Roman emperor. And it was called this triple, the Triple Triumph of Augustus, which was celebrated on on the sixth of January in the, in the in the calendar of Rome at the time. And we always in the church would like to take these feasts and 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 Christianize them. So I think it kind of has a significance there, and it's a and and it's a beautiful one because I was thinking of I was in Cologne for World Youth Day in two thousand five and. And the relics, supposed, the supposed relics of the the Magi, are there in the cathedral in Cologne, and and that was the the great uh, celebration we had with Pope Benedict. His, I think it was his first uh, outside trip from Rome after he was made pope. And um, it was a beautiful gathering of the youth. We, we come to worship the Lord because you know, He's given us everything. He's given us the gift of salvation and uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit. To move us in the right direction, as the, as the wise men discovered. Father Starasinich is my guest on Real Presence Live. Uh, my name is Monsignor Schumacher, your host. He's uh, coming to us from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. We uh, greet all of our listeners there and throughout our Real Presence Radio Listening Network. We're talking about the upcoming Feast of the Epiphany, uh, which means manifestation. Father tells us about the manifestations of the Magi, the baptism of our Lord, and uh, the wedding feast at Cana. Uh, great interview. And I forgot about January 6th and that feast day of the of, of Augustus. And, and the course where the relics are in Cologne. Uh, thank you. A uh, great interview, Father. How, how can families uh, make the celebration of the Epiphany more meaningful this weekend? I, I think it's nice that we... Hopefully we've all had the, the manger scene in, in the home yet, and, and, and we continue to celebrate the whole uh, festivities of Christmas season up until the baptism of the Lord. And I know that there's different traditions. I know that in some places, especially uh, some of my friends when I was out east, and they were coming from Spain, and uh, and then in the Latin American countries, this is a big feast day for some of them, because it's when they give the gifts, not so much on Christmas, but in honor of, in recognition of the magic being the gifts to the Christ child. So there's a time for them to give gifts, and, and they've kind of incorporated that as a as a bigger uh, celebration. I can remember my my neighbors who were Serbian Orthodox. This was a bigger feast day, too, also with the blessing of the water um, and the tradition of the Eastern churches, and some would go... They would throw the crucifix maybe in a river or something, and the young people would dive in. It was kind of a, a challenge for them to, to to get the cross and then bring it out. And they were celebrating that Jesus sanctified the waters. That other manifestation, which we, which is interesting because we celebrate it in succession, at least in year cycle C, when we do the three Sundays in succession. 
uh, from, from Epiphany, then Baptism, then the Wedding at Cana. But I think as families, we can continue to just gather on the crash and and uh, I, I like what you said, you make the movement of the Magi. I think that's a nice little tradition in families to, to make the movement of the, of the, the figures <laughs> around the manger. Absolutely. Especially with the young people. It's a good way of transmitting the faith to our children. Another great tradition is the, uh, the blessing, the home blessing, which yes. we take the piece of chalk and we'll write the three letters of the three Magi, who I think it's... I think it's uh, uh, the venerable B who gave us their names, Casper or Gasper. Well, it's either C or G. You see, it's spelled differently. Melchior and Balthazar. But we use the C in the sense that when we write, we'll write the letters. We'll, we'll write the first the year that we'll put. So we'll put twenty. Then we'll write the letter C, and then we put the plus sign, which is the sign of the cross, between each. Uh, so we'll put twenty, then the, then the cross, C, and the cross. M the cross and B in the cross and then and then the last will be twenty and uh, and it's a good way of blessing the home the tradition that Christ because the the C M B would be Christus Mansionem Benedicat I think that's the correct Latin translation Christ blesses this house exactly and. Uh, Go ahead, Father. It's it's very beautiful. I was I was just going to say, Father. I I have uh, emailed the the uh, I've I've emailed that to the Real Presence Radio Network. Uh, Aaron has it. Brandon has it, and it's going to be posted there. It's it, it's the blessing I put in my bulletin. Not all parishes do it. Many people come to my parish for it. But what you've just described can be will be found somewhere on on the on the website here. Uh, the house blessing and my staff also this year put a, a lovely picture of of Our Lady uh, and and child uh, from Bougaro on it. The the blessing is key as well. Exactly. Beautiful. It'll, it'll be on the website if you want to uh, print it, use it. Uh, and uh, so, Father, thank you. We're running out of time. Uh, I, I appreciate your time. Father Stara Sinich, uh, our guest from the Diocese of Winota, Rochester, on the feast day of the Epiphany coming up. Thank you, Monsignor, and uh, a blessed it's, it's, Christmas season and, and a holy Epiphany and a blessed New Year to all. Thank you, and join us again on Real Presence Live sometime. I will. God bless Appreciate you. your time. A lot, lot of great information there from Father as we prepare for the feast day of the Epiphany. It's also been called Little Christmas. And again, I wish everybody a happy 2020. Uh, we prepare for the feast day of the Epiphany coming up. Remember that the Magi, the kings, were not content to experience our Lord from afar. They went to a place, and I encourage everybody to, to go to your place of worship, your parish family, your Catholic church, and uh, be moved as the Magi were to uh, pay homage uh, and to, and uh, worship is a response to what they saw, as well as to give. As we give our time, talent, and treasure, they gave their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So the Magi are great examples for us as we commit to the year 2020 to love our Lord and to have faith in Him. I have uh, had a great uh, time with you today. We'll be back uh, once again. Again, Happy New Year 2020. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.